The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating her 48th birthday today. Happy birthday to Missy Elliott. Oh, nice. That's, That's a right. good one. That's a good one. Um, do you want to do the first, fourth, third, or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm like already zoning out on other things. This is just not... I still... This is this feels like my Sunday since we worked through Saturday yes. night. So uh, I'm just I'm not out. I'm out of it. Uh, Matt McSpadden, Daniel Agnew, Ruben Rios, Joshua Gibbs, Vandercook, first four through the door. What's up, y'all? And uh, sing on my right. Um, well, it's normally Ishmael Johnson. Ishmael Johnson's not here. Where is no. he? Uh, that's not important. Oh, is he finally getting that operation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. He's, for getting, him. he's getting the eyelash extension. Good for him. <laughs> This is what happens when you don't show up for the show. Um, for, like, legitimately good reasons. Instead, sitting in his stead, having the courage mm-hmm. to be here from the Austin Sort American, of. He's kind of half-assing From it. the Austin American statesman, it's our good pal, Mike Craven. Hey, bud. Hey, guys. This is, uh, this is a pretty impressive setup y'all got here. Yeah? I feel a little overwhelmed well, with the niceness. We were talking about this earlier, that there are very few people who have now been in both of our studios uh, in the hostage den and now this, like the palatial estate. And so you are one of the, you're on a short list of people who can actually appreciate where we are now because of you you saw the, the gutter that we were living in. Yeah. I think this studio may be as big as y'all's last office. Completely. Even, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. a decent moving on up. We're trying <laughs> big things. Um, you're in town for um, the opening. Yes. The opening, the Elite 11 thing, all, the, all sorts of recruiting stuff, because you're mm-hmm. a recruiting writer for the Austin American Statesman. Yes. Uh, we're going to record a segment with you today, and we'll, we'll play tomorrow, so we'll be talking recruiting with Mike Craven tomorrow. Um, how are things? Uh, in general? Yeah, just, or, uh, I, yeah, just, just I just yeah. mean. Uh, no, they're good. Summer's, summer's tough, because you know you got to do the same amount of content, but it's summer, so there's not the same amount going on, mm-hmm. but... Uh, you know, last month of freedom before football season. Yeah. Season hits. Yeah, now it's officially... Oh, actually, yeah. today is Monday, July 1st, 2019, 150 days until Thanksgiving, episode 775, 775, Jack Doherty's plate appearances in Leicester's Texas Rangers career. Yeah, because now it's July. Right, and I never lost last year's football weight. Because uh, mm. as we all know, you put on weight during football season. 100%. Because traveling, you can't eat as well. Uh, I usually use... You know, February through July to lose that weight. I did not mm. in 2019, so I'm really worried about uh, what 2020 mm. has in store for me. Boy, um, maybe, maybe we, I've never met Jumbo Craven. Right, that's what I'm worried. I don't think I have either, oh. and so I'm worried. I went to the doctor and was closer to 200 pounds than I've ever been. And I like to look at my weight at like where I would fight if I was to be an MMA <laughs> fighter. <laughs> like what what 
You're like, a type you of guys like I would have to fight. You're like a welterweight, is what right. you're saying. And I want to fight at welterweight right now, middleweight. Middleweight. Pushing light heavyweight, mm. those guys would stop me. Yeah. So I got to I gotta go back. I basically, I, I try to be good during magazine season, uh, and then I basically spent the entire month of June um, undoing all of that. And so, yeah, July is going to be, uh, we have 20 days until we go to THSEA coaching school and convention, and I will be damned if i'm not eating spanish flowers so i have to be very good right. between now and then yeah the next the next 20 days are, are really important for, it, this for is, our bodies in houston this is our two days yes is what this yeah, is that's a good yes this yes <laughs> and it's really just avoiding whataburger <laughs> on today's show actually i had whataburger for dinner last night uh, oh, <laughs> on today's Chicago. show we're talking seven on seven uh recapping our weekend in uh college station uh, we are about to be joined on the phone line by uh, Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football, high school football insider. Uh, and then we'll get to uh, my little video diary that I had. Uh, you were at 7 on 7, right? I was. Um, over, overall, uh, who did you come away um, impressed by? Well, I got A&M Consolidated has got to be yeah. uh, number one. It's amazing to me how good like College Station, A&M Consolidated, that whole area is at 7 on 7. I don't know if it's just the type of athletes. You know, They don't maybe have the offensive linemen to compete. For 11 man mm -hmm. but they're extremely good uh for us in austin i was impressed with lake travis mm -hmm. uh, to be able to do that without hudson card uh it really just shows what kind of lineage they have i mean nate yarnell may be the best <laughs> backup quarterback in the state you know you and so and what's uh, so funny is that when hudson card was backing up matthew baldwin there were people who were saying oh man hudson card might be the best backup right. quarterback in the I state mean, it, it and you know we see it in the nfl and in college i mean Right now at the Elite 11, the top two quarterbacks are Haynes King and Hudson Card uh, mm -hmm. on their rankings. So uh, Texas with seven on seven uh, is just so far ahead yeah. of the game in, in terms of quarterbacks. And, and it's just amazing to see the same high school have that type of talent. Let's loop in Matt Stepp, our Dave Campbell, Texas football high school football insider, joining us on the hotline now. Hey, Stepp. Wait, wait you have me all a Craven? Yeah, man. I I can't I can't compete with this. I'm, I'm you know just call me back a little later and uh, I, just, I just can't compete with Craven. So um so you were down in College Station for State Seven on Seven. Um I'm I'm first and foremost I kind of want to get your your overall impressions of um of what you saw. You know we we kind of go in there uh with, with expectations. I found that at least early on. Um, what we expected to happen, all the teams we expected to be really really good. Um, a lot of them just just didn't and there were other teams that we just didn't think twice about that ended up really impressing me um did, did you feel the same way about that yeah i mean like mike was saying you know lake travis we thought they'd be really good and i thought nate yarnell was outstanding uh and and you know i mean lake travis is gonna be fine if hudson card got hurt he'd be fine and they'll be fine next year when he's gone gone yarnell is just you know just another in that line of quarterbacks for lake travis and and you know, we we thought A and M consolidated with with uh, Nate Floyd and Brian Darby at receiver was going to be a problem, and and they definitely were um, in the big school ranks. And then I you know I think in the small school ranks, uh, you know Sunnyvale had had a good year. They don't have any stars, but they had been real good all summer. Thought they'd be really good, and they they proved that to be right. And uh, Pleasant Grove, um, I think they really justified um, in our eyes why they're such a good team in real football and in seven on seven. Uh, just because of their ability to make plays and just some of the, the freak athletes they have at that level, um, I was super impressed with Post in, the, mm. in Division Three. I mean, you, you look at Post last year; they went ten and two, lost in the second round of playoffs to Van Vleck. 
and I really think this is a team that, that really made a statement over the weekend and, and, and could possibly be putting themselves in the discussion um, as a real contender in Region Region 4 and 3A Division 2 um, with that offensive firepower coming back. I think the big key for them in the real football is going to be um, how their young defensive line develops. Uh, so I, I kind of want to run through these um, uh, a couple because you, you sent me uh, you, you mentioned Poth as one of your teams that you're feeling uh, pretty uh, a little bit better about now heading into uh, the the fall after seeing them. Uh, are there are there other teams that that you saw out there in College Station at State Seven on Seven that now you're thinking, hey, you know, maybe they have a chance to to be a little bit better than we thought? Yeah, I mean uh, Dumas mm-hmm. in Division Two, um, no real stars on that team. But just a real solid group overall, a lot of experience. I think they've got 15 starters coming back. You know, last year they won the district title and went 8-3 and three, um, and just got kind of unlucky and ran into a red-hot Decatur team in the first round of the playoffs that really kind of got th- got their momentum going. So um, I think Dumas really sh- made, it, made an impressive showing for me. I liked Lufkin. I thought Lufkin mm-hmm. was really good this weekend. They are really impressive. Um, they lost to Consol by six in the second round but went 4-1 and one on the weekend. And, you know, we had some questions about Lufkin. I think this was some of their graduation losses. But looking at them, I, I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, we're talking with Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Let me ask you about a small school team first, and then I, I want to ask you know, about a big school team. Um, Fall City. Fall City is a team that, that generally does – uh, pretty well in seven on seven for a team that that runs the ball uh, a fair amount. They they seem to be pretty good at seven on seven. Um, mixed results, I would say this year. This is a, a team that obviously is replacing its quarterback in Keyshawn Johnson. I'm interested, kind of, in your thoughts on on what you saw from the Beavers this weekend. Started out slow, um, had some issues in the first game, um, but I, I actually talked to Coach Hart uh, early Saturday before their round of sixteen game, and he thought once they got past that first game, they kind of right at the end of that first game they kind of figured some things out and, and kind of got it going and uh you know fall city's gonna run the football we know that that's what they do in real football but but they 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 are deadly when they throw it and they're very tough on defense and i thought um they kind of did what they did i, I was you know for me fall city was one of those teams that that kind of did as, exactly as i expected and, and they're 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 kind of place is holding steady and i think they validated um why they continue to validate why we think so highly of them uh, come come uh, when the pads come on here in August. Uh, they played in the Division Three bracket. Let's so now jump up to the Division One bracket. Um, South Lake Carroll. I, I know there was a lot of eyes on Quinn Ewers, the 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 new quarterback there at South Lake Carroll. I know he impressed uh, at, at times. Um, this is a, a South Lake Carroll team we we have pretty high expectations for. I know they always have high expectations. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Dragons coming out of the weekend? Uh, you know, last year Southlake was was much more reliant on that big offensive line in the running game uh, with the McDaniel kid um, in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year we're going to see a little more traditional, lack of a better term, Southlake Carroll. They're, I think they're going to be much more uh, pass-oriented this year because of viewers at quarterback and some of the talents that he brings to the table. And the fact that they're going to be kind of young on the offensive line, so I think they're going to be a little more reliant on, on the quick passing game. Um, and, you know, the t- big tight end, Smith, um, great hands. Uh, he's a big kid. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I bet he's really good at the point of attack blocking. Um, he's a weapon. And then, you know, R.J. Mickens, obviously, his, his talent speaks for itself. I, I know there's a little bit of a downer at the end where, when, when Mickens got hurt um, in the championship game, and, and there's some questions about how severe that injury is. So hopefully uh, for him and for Southlake's case, 
um, he gets back and, and is back ready to go when the season starts because, you know, he's kind of their real – Smith is a really good tight end, but he's not uh, – and I think Max and Ish, you know, and Mike, they probably would agree, he's not really a game-breaker. He, he's not going to stretch the field. He's more of an underneath kind of safety valve guy. And I think Mickens really adds a different dimension to the South Lake offense when he comes in uh, as, as kind of their, their deep, big play weapon. I mean, they obviously use him on defense as well, but, but when he comes in on the offensive side of the ball for those few plays – he really changes the dynamics of that offense. And so uh, if he missed significant time, I think that will definitely hurt them in real football. Um, so now we're looking, you know, at, at kind of the other side of it. You know, we go into these things, the, the state seven seven tournament with, with kind of, kind of in our brain, we kind of put expectations on there. For example, I thought, um, I thought crane really, really totally exceeded my expectations. Um, few other squads like that. Are there any teams that, that maybe you feel like didn't live up to your expectations and, and I'm not going to say that you're going to predict doom and gloom for the, for the fall, but, but maybe you're a little bit more leery of. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple, I, mean, I was a little disappointed in John Tyler and their performance going one and four. Um, you know, I, thought they would be a little bit better and that they they kind of struggled in a tough pool um but just never really just seemed to get much consistency arlington Bowie was kind of the same way for me um definitely you know Bowie. i think i have more concerns about Bowie than john tyler just because because of how tough uh Bowie's district is with lamar and arlington high uh right at the top and, and we all expect martin to be a, a lot better this year and then you look at, at Sam Houston, who's got like 19 starters back from a team that was four and six last year. So I think they're going to be Bowie's going to be in a dogfight. I think for that um, fourth playoff spot um, in District Four Six A um, in Division Two. I mean, at Stephenville, you know, was another one. They went one in, I think one in one in three on the weekend. They lost in the first round on Friday uh, to Dumas, mm-hmm. and I thought the Renfro kid looked good. I mean, he looks the part. Um, I believe he's a North Texas commit, so you know he looks really good. He, he's he's got all the tools. He's that prototype Stephenville quarterback. But I don't know if what they have around him, um, just from the eyeball test, just just didn't look t- like typical Stephenville, especially on the defensive side. Um, that just didn't didn't seem to get it done. And, and I just wonder um, again in a really tough district. You know, you got La Vega, China Spring, um, and Brownwood. I mean, I think Stephenville will still be in the playoffs just because Gatesville obviously is is going to be very young and now they've got a transition with it with a new quarterback um i still think they'll get fourth place but but i, I just wonder uh what they're going to you know if they're going to be like a five and five team a six and four team which which isn't really uh what stephenville expects they, they they have a high expectation that fan base um expects uh big things and so i, I know max has mentioned it a couple of times um you know i think he's got some concerns about coach Doty, you know new coach coming into stephenville and uh, and I, I would I would concur with those concerns. I think they're gonna they're gonna be in for a little bit tougher year. Uh, finally, it's Matt Stepp at Dave Campbell's Texas Football's uh, High School Football Insider. Um, you are you're primarily known as a food reporter, and um, you, we I, I'm I'm interested in in your your overall gastronomical takeaways from the week. Did you like that gastronomical takeaways? What do you what, well? What, I, well, I would say that uh, our dinner choice on Wednesday night was, was outstanding, um, and then uh, that, that's courtesy of Max Snacks Thompson um, with the uh, huge, huge win on Third and Main. Uh, downtown Bryan is is excellent, by the way. We we, we are now stands of Downtown mm-hmm, Bryan. It, it definitely, uh, definitely uh, was a, a unique, a different, a different change of pace for us being in the you know the usual college town chain restaurant hell that. Uh, Sometimes College Station could be. Let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was really good. Um, other than that, we were 
really I really didn't get a chance to sample much of the fare we, we ordered in. Uh, as we said, I'll tap and step uh, Thursday and Friday. They are just ridiculous to try to get into restaurants. And so we, we ordered in, but uh, the food was, food was excellent. Good choices by all. And then uh, the hotel breakfast at the hill, at, at our hotel was a uh, was choice as well. So that, that was fun. He's Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Tex Football High School Football Insider. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Stepp, put 817. And, of course, he has fine work at TexasFootball.com. Stepp, appreciate your time, and um, I, get, I don't know. I'll talk to you at some point. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I'm going to Canada tomorrow, so I guess I'll see. You know, I'm going to spend 4th of July in Canada, so, you know, go figure, right? How do, you, how do they celebrate the 4th of July in Canada? They don't. They're celebrating today. Today is Canada Day, so oh. happy Canada Day to all the uh, Canadians out there. Uh, and, uh, our day is three days before yours. Fourth of July is another day for them. They don't really care. <laughs> you yeah, like the fourth? Well, we're going to do it three days before yours, eh? They're always ahead of us. Yeah, they that's those crazy Canadians. Thanks, Step. Bye. There he goes, Matt Step. Dave Campbell's Texas. Dave Campbell's Texas Football <laughs> High School Football Insider. Joining us here on Texas Football Today. A lot of good stuff from the State 7-on-7 tournament up at TexasFootball.com. You can get your a snootful. One uh, one guy who was not happy with a certain team's performance was uh, a guy named Brandon Houston who commented, uh, one team didn't live up to my expectations exactly. Mm, the mighty Buffalo Bison. Buffalo Bison. Coach is running the tournament, helped yeah. run the tournament, but he noticed that his his guys didn't quite play as well as he would have liked. So uh, you might think with as a player on uh, the Bison, you'd be like, oh, well, coach is running the tournament. He, he ain't going to know. Mm. But he'll find out later. Mm. He's not going to see Yeah, anything. but he's not going to be happy about he's that. The all, he's the all-knowing, all-seeing eye. Yeah, you got to watch out for that. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com for, to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We'll drop a magazine in the mail for you today if you subscribe. Um, one thing I did want to point out, a couple different things I want to point out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're kind of, by the way, we're kind of inverting the, show's the back half of the yeah, show. It's so kind of a different we'll thing. We'll tell you in a minute. We'll do, we'll do all the uh, normal nonsense. Normal nonsense yeah. right now. So uh, we'll just start with uh, final thoughts now uh, because there's a bunch of stuff I uh, got everyone saying I want to talk to it all. Uh, uh, one team that stood out to me mm-hmm. that I think now that I've seen them in 7-on-7, seven seven, I think we have maybe uh, rated way too low in uh, 482, Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Sweeney was awesome. Uh, the quarterback was a lot better than question mark, right? Mm-hmm. Quarterback's a bit of a question mark. They looked awesome. That's a team uh, that I think, uh, looking back on it now, we've got them real low in 482 because they lost so much. They're two and six coming back on both sides of the ball. Um, I think Sweeney's going to be better than we think. Um, Ember Keith makes a good point. Uh, episode 777, talking about seven on seven. That's either really good or really bad. This is episode 775. No, it's not. We are way farther down the line oh. than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, one team we didn't even mention. Yeah. Um, Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale won well, the thing Step Division 2. Oh, Step did. did. Step uh, talked about it. Yeah. yeah. You, were, um, you were listening to the guy that was on the phone with you. That's fine. Uh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Want to make sure we shout out Sunnyvale. They looked really, really good. Um, and, yeah, overall, um, I would say that, that uh, you know, he mentioned Lufkin. Lufkin, Lufkin looked really, really solid. Um I don't know. I think it's going to be uh, again. Whenever we go out to seven on seven, all we're looking for is nuggets. We're just looking for a little. We're not looking to to project out. Oh, Poth won the state seven on seven tournament. Mm-hmm. As a result, Poth is the number one team in the right. state. That's not true. Now, I might be. You know, whenever Poth runs off to a four and zero start, 
Well, I'm going to be is go, oh, yeah, by the way, didn't they win seven on seven? Mm. And mm. and that will kind of give us that little nugget. But yeah. uh, it was a fun weekend down there it covering all three days. The seven on seven. Um, and we have to give a shout out to all the TFTers. We got to see in person. Uh, obviously, Tony and Amp Laylock, they're everywhere uh, during the tournament. But uh, got to meet Matt McSpadden uh, in person. Got to meet Ed McElroy in person. Mm-hmm. Got to meet uh, John Velo from Comfort in person. Mm-hmm. Had a great time talking to everyone. And, of course, got to hang out with Terry Adams. We can't get away from her. Got to meet her daughter, her awesome daughter, who said that Terry's a pretty cool mom. Shocking. Terry seems like cool mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I agree. Terry is definitely like the mom that everyone else wants to hang out with because she's a little – she might be letting them get away with a few things. Yeah, I can see that. But she seems like that kind of mom. I can see that. Um, but I, I really did. It was fun to talk to everyone. I wish we had more time to talk than we get. Um, but but everyone, we have such such good, uh, such informed listeners and, and members of the uh, TFT crew, so we had a great time. Matt McSpadden has a good question. Did the funnel cake stand survive? You'll see in Tepper's video diary there was mm-hmm. a storm on the first day, and it did look like the funnel cake stand was going to be annihilated. Yeah, it, it was did, that and the stick on the stick. Stick on a stick next door. They, I think there might have been the same people. Uh, they both survived what? and were thriving through Saturday. What an odd business model. I stick mean, on the stick and funnel cake. If your business model, sweet. Yeah, if you're and if you're, I guess, like business model is but like murdering arteries. But yeah, I was gonna say the 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 funnel cake so much. Yeah, that if it's I have a lot. Funnel, if I have a funnel cake, yeah. I think I'm only having a funnel cake. Yeah, see, you you get the the stick thing at like eleven twelve when it's first getting started. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the funnel cake around five. That's six, a later dessert as, as it's as yeah. it's, you know winding oh, down. Sure. And then you got all your bases covered, just you know. Yeah, that's you that, I'm, funnel cake in 110 degree mm-hmm. heat. If I remember, really. if I remember the food pyramid, it was <laughs> steak on a stick, and then funnel cake, uh, and that funnel, was it. Right, it, that was it. <laughs> the food pyramid, by the way, oh, what has we... aged worse? Yeah, than the food. Like, who ever thought loading up on just sugary grains was like yeah. the way? To really I'm going to look up the food pyramid just real quick. It's not, it's not things, are, things are going... Uh, While you do that, Phil Vaney, who, if you'll remember, was in Eat New most grains and cereals. Yeah, cereals. Yeah. Yeah. cereals. Yeah. Just, yeah. just frosted flakes <laughs> in front of fruits and vegetables yeah. and meat. And toast with peanut butter on it. Uh, Phil Vaney, if you remember, was in New Orleans over the weekend, and mm-hmm. he needed the MT Map of America. I did give it to him. He said, I wanted to post an update. His Max's map of America caused a cataclysmic change in wedding plans. Cataclysmic sounds like you might have destroyed the wedding. <laughs> so I, I'm scared to ask what happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you enjoyed the map because it sounds like you enjoyed the map. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've had a few more people ask for it. Samuel DeLeon, uh, cataclysmic photographer is, extraordinary. Cataclysmic is quite a word to associate with something you, you created. Cata- I mean, like I can if it's cataclysmic to the original plans you had because your original plans were uninformed and now this map helped you, that's a cataclysmic that is okay. If somebody, any other version I'm a little nervous about. If somebody if somebody were to call um, if somebody were to be like, hey, I got the magazine today. It's cataclysmic. I'd be like, oh, no. Ugh. What did I do? Um, anyway, we have one more thing to do on the show, but uh, it's not for podcast people uh, because it's a video, and it's uh, you can find it on YouTube, youtube.com slash TF or just texasfootball.com. Uh, we tweet it as well. Um, that would be um, – anyway, point is <laughs> – uh, we're going to end the podcast earlier yeah. than the show, which right. is not something we do normally. Yeah. So that's why we're doing kind of inverting this. So uh, thanks to Mike Craven for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We'll do this uh, again tomorrow. We'll have a segment with you. It'll be great. And then you can actually have, you know, 
you, we're going to get some work out of you is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for us. Stay tuned for my video diary from the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament uh, as we wrap up this show. So follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. And now, my video diary from the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament in College Station. You're familiar with Matt Steph's big dumb hat, but he is a trendsetter. Look at right the hat. Right there. That is good man. looking. That's right. Tents are a big thing here, and, and look at all city doing it up right. Everyone's setting up their tents. We're still early. Trying to figure things out, but uh, it's going to be a fun day. We're rolling real deep at Dave Campbell's Texas football. Got magazines out here. There's Kendall Iams. She's actually in charge of the magazine. Sean Lancaster is also in charge of the magazine. We've got magazines out here. We've got Dave's book. We're rolling real deep out here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at State 7-on-7. Seven seven. All right. We found our way field 13. we got to make sure we get some good games. And, uh, oh. Very interested in Albany and Dangerfield. It's going to be a fun one. Have some highlights. It's a good day out here in College Station. A little hot, a little toasty, but uh, we're going to make it. Steph is hard at work getting the scores. You hear the real heroes. That's right, we appreciate These you. These are the real heroes. So now we're driving around looking for scores at halftime. Um, Dangerfield is uh, really <laughs> impressive. They're, they are, we think Albany is the second best team in that pool, and they are drilling them. It is really impressive. Dublin 21, El Dorado 13. The man, Bear Gas himself. How are you, sir? Good, man. Good to see you. Just doing a little live GoPro. So. Oh, I love it. Walking over to get the other store. Celebrities like Doug Stevens around. Comfort 28, Bremont 19. Okay. Pretty interesting. How you doing? Comfort 28, Bremont 19. Who's that? Comfort 28, Bremont 19. I told you, man, Comfort's legit. Waco Connolly and Wichita Falls Hershey. This one figures to be good. Matt Steph signing an autograph for a big fan of the magazine. Go Ozona Lions. Go Lions, right? <laughs> yeah. Apple time. <laughs>
beat, got done beating Hershey and Conley. Uh, Conley was impressive, yes? Yes, very impressive. I'm tweeting out the lightning delay right now. Oh! Do you want to be famous? You may recognize her from the Texas Football Today Officials Roundtable. She just got back from Canada. <laughs> Yay! Right? Wow, he's gonna put me out there like I am? Did you? Oh, did you not just get back from Canada? I did. Okay. That was top secret information. Well, there we go. Where do you go? Where, where are you going? Where? Oh, oh, there. Klaus's team. See, when you get a, you get, you get celebrities hopping on your cart. I am not a celebrity. I'm just a normal chick enjoying the game of football. <laughs> So it's raining, and so the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Crew is all piled into the swag wagon. <laughs> Everybody say hi. Hello. Hey. Kendall, would you like to give us a weather report? Um, it's raining, it's windy, and we're in the car. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. <laughs> weather delay, hour two. We've eaten Adam Hochfelder <laughs> for sustenance, and so it's just the rest of us here. Um, we've already resorted to sing-alongs and everything. We're waiting on this weather to taper off. Um, you, if you're seeing this, please tell my wife that I love her very much, and also the milk is going bad on on Saturday. So to to throw that out, goodbye. A two-hour rain delay. Here's Max Thompson. Uh, about a two-hour rain delay, but we are about to get back underway. We're gonna head over to field number three. Uh, two or three. Two or three. Two. We're gonna go watch we'll uh, Childress and Tidehaven. It'll be fun. Here we go. Bye, Max. Bye, Max. <laughs> <laughs>